because the art, the essence of branding is what? The art of differentiation. It is based on differentiation. It is not based on, it's not lipstick. Okay. Branding is not a, not a little ensemble. It's not a little like, hey, I got this, you know, I got this shirt that goes with this tie and goes with this suit. And it's really nice. It's like, that's fine. It's not a, just a cosmetic uh, little, little, you know, powdering, powdering on your nose or whatever. Welcome to the Legacy Roadmap Podcast, your ultimate guide for creating a lasting legacy as an entrepreneur. Whether you're an ambitious entrepreneur or a seasoned business owner, our podcast offers insightful conversations with successful entrepreneurs and experts who have navigated the path of legacy creation. We explore topics that matter to you, personal responsibility, financial growth, leadership, and succession planning. Our goal? To equip you with practical insights and strategies that help you transition from simply running your business to building a legacy. Join us each week as we delve into purposeful discussions aimed at positively impacting future generations. Your journey towards leaving a lasting legacy starts right here, right now. Let's dive in. Does your business serve homeowners? If so, you need to know about HOA.com, the number one referral network for professionals who serve homeowners. And we're looking for quality contractors and home service pros that we can recommend and refer to homeowners in your area. Not only will you get promoted on the HOA.com website, you'll get business from other certified pros and premier pros in your market. These people serve homeowners every day, so we help you build referral partnerships that keep referrals coming to your business for years to come. Go to HOA.com slash pro now and get started. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner? If so, you need to know about the Achieve Systems Business Building Membership. We are one of the best referral-based communities that wants to refer you. We help generate you thousands of leads per year. We also provide you an incredible mentorship program that has won many awards. We don't stop there. We have 60 plus opportunities to take your business to the next level, like authoring and publishing books and many, many more. Go to AchieveSystemsPro.com and get started today. Do you want to make more money in your business? Most business owners focus on building revenue. That's not enough. Building profits is what feeds your family, and almost no business owner understands how to build profit without building revenue. I can show you with near-perfect accuracy the exact business growth strategies that will generate the most revenue for your business in the shortest amount of time, focused on building profit. Learn more at bizlife.coach. Our guest today is the best-selling author of Brand Intervention, has been featured in Adweek, Fast Company, Forbes, Inc., Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, and the New York Times. David Breyers received over 320 international awards, including the Presidential Ambassador for Global Entrepreneurship Medallion. David's rebrands have generated over $7 billion worldwide. David Breyer and Robert chat about the power of a personal brand. Why do most businesses get branding wrong? How are you unique? What makes you different? Why should people care? The marketplace is so crappy and full of noise, and most businesses just keep adding more distractions rather than rising above it with a brand. Well, David, thank you so much for joining me today. Just looking forward to a fantastic conversation. Love your 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 title, Slayer of the Mundane. So let's start there. All right, man. 
All right. <laughs> tell me, tell me what you would like to know, man. I am, I am, I'm an open book. Well, appreciate that. So today, I mean, my show's kind of transitioned and started talking about legacy and business owners thinking deeper into their purpose and, and why they're doing their business, but thinking, you know, uh, how that applies to the legacy that they want to leave. Yeah. yeah. So share with, share with me the impact you're making and, and, and then we'll go back to, to what's led you down that path. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's, a, it's an interesting topic. It's actually one that, um, when I was in New York a few years ago and I was visiting Claude Silver at VaynerMedia, Claude Silver is the chief heart officer. She's Gary Vaynerchuk's number two. Um, and, and I, I had just finished, um, uh, I, I was speaking at the Grand Hyatt. I had, a, had a, an event that I was speaking at the night before. And, and I walked in and I was like, and something triggered me thinking about this and i was like you know said so when i was younger and earlier in my career i was kind of like i wanted i wanted a, a certain amount of fame and i was like and 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 i realized that i transitioned sort of a kind of i had not by intention but just sort of as a matter of maturity and growth and i was like now i was more like looking at legacy like and I and so to your point, and I was looking at wow, that's interesting. I really, really was. I really, I wanted to become famous. I wanted to become, you know, uh, well known, recognized, recognized my talent, my this, not the other. And then now it's more a matter of of legacy. And I was like, well, what's what's the difference between those things? Are those related? Are they? What are they? And so it was literally, fame is like, hey shine the light on me, look at me. And, and legacy is, let's shine the light on you. Let's put you in the spotlight. And it literally was that 180 degree shift, which was again, not a conscious, you know what, I think you know, it was just sort of like, I just that morning, I just was thinking as I was walking over to VaynerMedia, I was like, because, because if you don't know Claude, she goes, she's really is deep and very, very much from the heart. And we share that. And those are the kind of conversations that she and I have. And so that was literally, it was, a, this is the first time we met face to face. And so literally within the first five minutes, we're talking about this in the first five minutes of our meeting. That just gives you an idea of the foundation of that relationship. Absolutely. So David, what does legacy mean to you? It means that others are that 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 others are benefited and made richer and i mean richer not just monetarily i'm talking about they are made richer they are more fulfilled deeper more more resolute in life and living as a result of our interaction as a result of the things that i'm able to share with them because i'm not a believer in having to reinvent the wheel if something's been done I don't always have to be the one to have come up with it. Now I may put my own spin on something because I, you know, it's like, it's like, I think almost all of us like ice cream, but some of us might like chocolate and some of us might like, you know, pistachio and some of us might like <laughs> whatever. So, um, but yeah, that's basically what it means to me. It's like that, that other, that others have got, been given a leg up on how to do 
how to be smarter, how to do smarter, how to have smarter. Mm, so good. So let's talk about your entrepreneurial journey. What led you into the entrepreneurial space and, and the impact you're, you're seeking to make for business owners now? Well, basically, I, I always was an entrepreneur. Um, you know, I started out my career in New York, in New York. I'm a New Brooklyn kid and started in Manhattan. I did not like the the agency, the ad agency culture. I didn't like the design cult, the design agency, design firm culture. I liked a bit better, but I didn't find very, I didn't find any that I actually looked up to. There's only one that I actually looked up to, and I almost got a gig with his firm. Unfortunately, that particular uh, design god in my world, who's truly uh, he impacted at least two generations of designers, um, his his health. Uh, declined shortly after my visit, but I, I, I almost got a gig working in his place. So I, I would have done, I would have done anything at working in his place. I would have cleaned up people's food after that scraps, you know, because there was a richness, there was an appreciation of the craft. Um, but that was the only place. So I really, uh, from the, from the get go, um, outside of that, I really had no interest in others, um, because I didn't find that there was a richness that I could tap into. So I, I, I learned by the seat of my pants. I never formally went to business school. And so I learned how to be an entrepreneur. I learned how to, I learned how to negotiate as a result of trial and error. Uh, I learned how to put presentations as a result of trial and error. <laughs> Fortunately, I'm a, good, I'm a good observer. And I learned to be an even smarter, uh, ex, ex, extrap, being able to extrapolate what, I, what, what did I learn from that. So I, I sharpened that skill as I over over the course of the years because I've been doing this I've been doing this for forty three years I've been in that's that's how long I've been in business. Nice, so I'm familiar with uh, your book brand brand, oh. brand intervention. Yes, brand intervention, and really enjoyed it. It's obviously very powerful in helping people recognize the power of a brand and. Um, Obviously, I think even individual brands today, we're seeing more and more power from people that are building a brand. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Kardashians, the the Jenners, the the, the I mean, they're becoming richer faster because because they create a brand, and and it's not just about a product or a service or a thing. It's actually this entire brand ecosystem. So, can you speak to how how you help? entrepreneurs start to see this need for a brand and and develop that or bring it to life no yeah i mean basically what happens is um because i because i deal with everything from from solopreneurs up through international global brands i cover the spectrum the most common misstep or pitfall or blind spot is they think that what they're making or what they're doing is what matters and that that is with their brand. And I'm like, no, that's not. It's what you, what is your brand, what is your brand synonymous with in terms of what does it make possible? What, if you weren't there, what wouldn't be happening? What outcome would actually be removed from the equation of possibilities? So to me, if I'm walking into a room, I've got to make that room bigger. If I'm walking into a room, I've got to make it like when I'm done, whether that's a three-minute meeting or conversation or a one-hour meeting or conversation, that I'm walking out 
and the opportunities are bigger. Everyone's a bit smarter. Everyone's asking the right questions. And I'm a firm believer in this, that, that people never came to new conclusions with old information. And I think people get into a rut. People and brands get into a rut. They keep repeating the same stuff, regurgitating, same stuff, regurgitating, same stuff, regurgitating. You know what? Them hearing it from you or me, no matter how charismatic and amazing and enthusiastic we may be, doesn't make it breaking news. If it's been, if they've heard it 50 times, 100 times, 300 times, you know, just it's like, it's like, hey, we're the best. We're really, we really care. We're really knowledgeable. You know, it's like, uh, you know, blah, 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 you know, state of the art, next gen. It's like crap. It's like, it's the same. It's the same thing all your competitors are saying. Same crap. Same crap that everybody else is saying. And trust me, it's like there is no amount of cologne or makeup that you could put on that's going to make it be freaking more relevant than that. If it's if it's a turd sugarcoating, it doesn't make it freaking any sweeter when you bite into it. <laughs> well, and I think brands get lost. Like, I mean, I think about Sears and, and Sears. When I grew up, Sears was so famous for this catalog. Yeah. And and this to looking back on it, it's like the catalog was a natural transition to the internet. Like it was the perfect package perfect. and they completely missed the boat because they completely were so caught up in the wrong brand. Amazon, Amazon, the Amazon model is exactly this, the Sears model. It basically was like, okay, wait a second. You know, because, because here's what people don't know. When Sears started developing the, the catalog and kind of stuff, people lived in smaller towns. There weren't the big department stores. There weren't the big malls. So as a result, you had a few choices that were nearby. And so if you had to get something, you know, there wasn't the internet to order it on. There wasn't a, a wasn't really like a, you know, maybe you can make a phone call and ask certain questions, but you probably got to see it, touch it, smell it, sit in it, whatever. Um, so they, they, instead of getting people to go to the various stores, they made the world smaller by shipping to everyone because what? Everyone had a mailbox. Well, then you fast forward 50, 60 years, and then you got everyone has a desktop. Hmm, what if we took the same thing and actually brought shopping to that? So it was like, it was the same model. And it, was, it's, it, I, it frustrates me when I see a company like Sears. It's like, guys, wake up. And the same thing with freaking Toys R Us. I can't believe that a company that has that much brand equity, Toys R Us, that they didn't turn that. It's like Lego has been really smart. Lego, it's like they have these you know places where kids just do stuff and they take photographs and they allow them to build stuff and do it and do all this stuff. And it naturally shows up on the internet. I mean, Doubletree, as look, I mean, as simple as it is, Doubletree does one thing that all the people who, who stay at Doubletree know. They will give you a freaking warm chocolate chip cookie when you arrive in. They give out 83,000 of those a day, last report that I saw. Wow. And 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 you know how many people just simply go, hey, and on social media, I just got my cho- my chocolate chip cookie from and so they're getting free advertising. That 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 right there, there, there's your advertising budget. Okay. You don't need to, it's like there it is. So that's just like the little steps. But the fact that Toys R Us did not turn that into the place. We're kids. We're like, mom, dad, take me there. Let's go and let's play 
and let's document and let's take little and if and you reward them if they hey you do something and you tag us you'll get a coupon or you'll get a blah it's like hello you had the name recognition well and the yeah the not just the name recognition but the brand the brand and name were synonymous with toys and playing and 100 yeah we'll be right back after this short break do you need an increase in revenue we help business owners find 100k in 90 days and create a roadmap for implementation there's no pressure just a chance to get some assistance and clarity scheduling is easy simply visit ownitcall.com and select a time that works for you it's time for you to focus on doubling the 20% that creates 80% of your revenue. Welcome back. Let's get back to more greatness. And, and I agree with you about Lego. Like now Lego's on television. They're making movies. They're just, it's, it's everywhere. And, yeah. and they don't have to do a lot of advertising because no. everybody's advertising for them, talking about building this thing and sharing pictures or building that thing and sharing pictures or videos. And so, so yeah, brilliant. <clears throat> so for solopreneurs, obviously that's the challenge, right? How do I differentiate myself? What makes me different from all the other solopreneurs in my space? And how do I get away from all those cliches of, of most valuable, most trained, you know, loves my customers more than the other guy, <laughs> all the things, all the platitudes that we see on the side of trucks that don't make any business different than the others. Help us, help us differentiate ourselves, David. Well, the bottom line is, is I think, I think the way, the way you said is like, it's like you said, you know, how do I make myself different? Da, 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 da. I think that that's exactly the question that most people ask, which is going to get them nowhere. <laughs> They're looking in the mirror going, how am I different? They're looking in the mirror. How am I different? And they're like, okay, when I stand this way, do I stand that way? Do I like, do I do this with my hair? Do I do that? It's like, how am I the wrong question to ask? It's like, you got to look not inward at oneself and at the, in, at the mirror, you got to look outward and say, okay, what's the, what's the space that I'm, what's the space that I'm actually serving? Who in that space am I serving? You know, and get exact. Well, let, 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 let's say, for example, someone was like, well, you know, I, I actually, I, I help women. Well, what type of women? All women aren't equal. It's like, are they, are they moms? Are they professional, uh, you know, career women? Are they single women? Are they married women? Are they women who, are, who love being mothers? Um, are they women who have like, you know, have like, you know, uh, X number of years of experience? What? Who and what are they? Like, like for example, I had to do something for, uh, create a brand for uh, a naturopath who came with a drug-free solution for menopause, right? For women. And it was like, and people, and women were freaking loving it. And it's like, and, and here was the interesting thing. Like, I didn't know this. The hormonal shift is actually not the cause of menopause. It's actually a symptom of menopause. Hmm. Just, just by knowing that, you go, holy shit, right? All of a sudden, you go, whoa. It's not the cause because, you know, you go to the, you go to the medical profession, they're going, oh, the cause is your, your hormones. Take these drugs or this, whatever. Right. Well, that's a, how can you come to a wrong, a correct diagnosis if you have a wrong root cause? It's like, what? Well, so we, very, we have very few things that get to root cause. We treat yeah. symptoms a lot. So the thing, so the thing is, so I found, I found out, I found out that, well, there's lingo that women the women go, if the women are having a hot flash or mood swings, is that's going to, when, if one of them is observing the other kind of like, you know, 
like being like really like whoa trigger easily triggered they'll say hey you going through the change the change the change meant are uh, menopause i didn't know that so i i learned this so i came up this is so the brand i came up with was was outshine the change right outshine the change.com and the, and the tagline was screw menopause naturally and women freaking loved it because I knew who I was talking to, right? And so I, I, I had to know, I had to look outward, not inward. I mean, one was we we isolated, you know, yes, what they're offering, good. Now let's look at the noise out there. Wow, there's all these kind of this and that and blah, 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 blah. So you got to look at the noise. You got to look at how you're different. Um, but you get, But you discover that by looking outward. You discover your differences. It's like, okay, what problems am I solving? For whom, right? Um, you know, in what way is that being done? And uniquely, differently, better, simpler, easier, etc., um, or more pleasantly, or whatever. And then, and then, with all that said and done, now you can start to drill in, drill down, and really, really define your point of difference because you've looked outward. You're going to be able to come to conclusions by looking outward. You're not going to be. You will. You will not only come to wrong conclusions you know but you will come to basically no conclusions and so they're, they're just going to be <laughs> <laughs> well and then the real superpower is is then you start to see results and look at results-based conversation and results-based branding and and so i think i think you're right most entrepreneurs are asking the wrong question yeah. and and struggle right we struggle with that who am I serving conversation and really to, to narrow it, to narrow it down to, to who you naturally fit with, right? Who, who you're naturally inclined to provide the best solutions for. Um, and of course, early on, you want to, you know, anyone with a credit card, David, I, anyone that's willing to pay me, right. Versus you which know, really is, narrowing which down. Is the worst, which is the worst yourself. answer. It's the worst answer in the world. I mean, I remember, I remember, and I, and I use this reference because it's just, it's, it was so well played when, when Apple came out with with the iPod, the first iPod, this is before the iPhone, before the before the iMac, before the iPad, and all this kind of stuff. It was the iPod. It was like their the, the first like breakthrough into like mainstream culture, you know. And I remember when their ads came out, and they had like the dancing figures, you know, with the white the white rectangle and the and the white cord that went to the ears. That was before we all had earbuds, you know. <laughs> but but the thing is is. But, you know, so it's like, but and it was like, so they weren't talking, they weren't pitching their MP3 player. And they weren't even, first of all, they weren't even the first MP3 player, but they provided a unique experience. It was fun. It was cool. It was hip. Click wheel, this, that, the other. All right, fine. But the thing is, is they knew who their audience was. It wasn't just like, I mean, they couldn't, it, let's look at the, how the stupid conversation could have gone if it was a dumb or a dumb brand. It could have gone, who's our audience? Anybody with ears. Fire that sucker right now, okay? Fire that son of a bitch right now. That was that's just stupid. But instead, they looked. Okay, who are who are our customers? Oh well, it's it's the generation that's been raised on computers. It's the generation that kind of likes that instant gratification. It's the generation that likes to immerse themselves in the world of sound and song and all of that. Cool and their media, good. Well, in that case, it's like the now you start to know because you looked where? Outward, not inward. They looked outward intelligently, coming up with real answers 
And it wasn't just anybody with ears. It was anybody with ears who also met this criteria. And then you could come up with a great tagline, like a thousand songs in your pocket. Right. So they should have, they should have tapped into the Columbia house list. Right. Cause obviously all of us collecting our Columbia house pile of cassette tapes, pile of albums and <laughs> pile of CDs that we've ordered from Columbia house. Well, we, 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 were, we, were that, we were that audience, man. I, I was there. I, I, I bought, I, I, I jumped onto the Columbia house. Uh, you know, that thing it's like hey get all this for a buck right (laughs) and then you have an entire collection you are now a music collector because you've got all of these albums but of course you can only carry one or two albums or cds right for your little portable sony cd player and all of a sudden apple is saying all of your albums fit right here in this little magic box you got it right (laughs) absolutely and of course that that technology you know they recognize their brand is also at, at a next level, right? They're not the cheap brand and they, they don't ever want to be the cheap brand. They want to be, they, they want to be a brand that's elegant and stylish. And that means that, that there's customers that the Walmart shoppers don't go in the Apple store. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's on purpose. That's right. That's right. And helping entrepreneurs see the power in knowing who you don't serve can be can be so helpful right in, oh, in, yeah. in having that conversation because a lot of times entrepreneurs start serving the wrong people and it ruins your it ruins your brand and it and it ruins you a little bit for right because you get customers that aren't the right fit they complain they that it doesn't work the way it's supposed to it doesn't feel right it all of those things start to diminish the brand because not because the brand's bad because the brand's trying to serve the wrong person and you've got the wrong profile and, and it doesn't fit. Yeah, that's right. That's Ooh, so, so powerful. So, so let's talk about designed and brand, right? Cause obviously branding can be, can be words and, and these things, but you're a designer, you're a, you're a creator. You're a, you're not just about words. You're about images and, and what people see. Yeah. So let's talk about the importance of being able to see the brand and, yeah. and the, obviously color matters and logos matter. But I, I guess that's the other piece, right? Business owners want to create a logo and a brand and get their register, their LLC. And then, woo, we've paid for all this stuff. And of course, it's hard to change that brand and that logo after you've already said it and you feel so strong about it, but it doesn't communicate anything. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll share this, which is because, I mean, I've been doing this so, so long that one of the biggest, everyone's really attracted to the whole thing of, oh, wow, man, I can just go online and I can go to, I can go to this site and get a photograph. I can go to that site and get a photograph. I can go to this site and get a graphic and I go do I can do this and I can do that. Oh, and I can, and I can go to 99 designs and I can go to Fiverr and I can go to all these crappy little marketplaces and they are crappy mark. I will say it outright. They're crappy marketplaces, unless you are a very seasoned buyer and can actually navigate that and direct that you will end up with just me too crap because the art, the essence of branding is what? The art of differentiation. It is based on differentiation. It is not based on, it's not lipstick. Okay. Branding is not a, not a little ensemble. It's not a little like, hey, I got this, you know, I got this shirt that goes with this tie and goes with this suit. And it's really nice. It's like, that's fine. It's not a, just a cosmetic 
uh, little, little, you know, powdering, powdering on your nose or whatever. So you're in the business of differentiation. So when you start going to these sites for stock this and stock that or da, 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 and all these kind of things, I love with 99 designs. Hey, we'll give you as many designs as you need until you've chosen it based on what criteria. Do they even ask how, what's your, comp what's your comp competitive landscape like? How noisy is your space? How can you make decisions based on in like incomplete information? Let's see. We're going to let, let's, let's, let's put in the context of like a do or die mission, like for mission impossible. So, okay. We're going to break into that particular place and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, uh, um, kidnap the, this, this, uh, leader of a black, bad, bad guy. Okay, good. Oops. We don't have the blueprint of the floor plan. Oops. Our, our, or no, we, we do have blueprints. They're just outdated by 10 years. They don't show the, the five remodels that have happened since. And oops, no one told us about the alarm system. Oops, no one told us about the, about the pit bull dogs that can actually like, you know, chew, chew your nuts off. So you go, <laughs> so you go, how the hell are you going to, you're not going to survive that mission. It's no different when you're creating a brand. You, when you have incomplete information, you can't do it. And if you're looking at just, hey, let me just get some stuff. That's like, let's just break into the place. That would be like, that's the same thing. Let's just break it to the place. It's the same as let's just pick what we like online. No, that's not your criteria. What you like may be part of the equation, but it probably is about the last 15%. It's not the first 85. It's not the foundation. It's like, is this differentiating us? Is this clearly making us different and distinct so that there's no confusion between us and, and the com competition? And do we even want to be seen? Here's a $64,000 question. Do we even want to be seen as being similar to or even in the same category as our competition? Do we want to do that? Or do we want to actually say, wait a second? Because I have more clients that come up and say, David, we've created something revolutionary. I said, then why the hell do you look, sound, smell, and taste just so damn similar to your competition? What the hell are you thinking? You know, so so differentiation, differentiation, differentiation. Different, you know, different is better than better every day of the week. Well, and and that it's true, right? That's your mundane, right? The slayer of the mundane is quit putting out all the same crap as everybody else. That's it. <laughs> Especially if you're claiming to be revolutionary. <laughs> But you look exactly the same as everyone else. I know. It's like, what is it going to happen telepathically? Oh, yeah. Wow. They, they're, they're, go, they're going to really sense our aura is really much brighter than our competition's aura. What is it? The freaking 60s? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, man. That's so good. All right. So, obviously, this this brand pathway is so important. How, how can people find you? Obviously, your book um, it, you know, is available. Amazon and other places got a lot of great stuff. Um, where else can people find you, David? Are you referring to this book here? Brand intervention. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Basically, bottom line is, is I mean, you totally can. I would say go to risingabovethenoise.com and just really subscribe to the freaking newsletter. So, I mean, I, I, there's a weekly newsletter every Saturday. I, I drop I drop gems, and it is it is called the Brand Liberation Journal, and and every week I I drop gems like actionable stuff. I mean, that's so I go to risingabovethenoise.com, R-I-S-I-N-G. And you can certainly 
find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on, on Twitter, X. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, YouTube, etc. But the mainstay is really risingabovethenoise.com. And that's where you'll find so many gems, so much stuff. And, uh, and I would just say subscribe. If you, if you don't, if you want your life to be richer and faster and simpler and cut through the crap of like, oh, let me try this. Let me try that. Let me watch 45 uh, YouTube videos so I can figure it all out myself. If you want to avoid that kind of like cul-de-sac of hell, I'd say go to risingabovethenoise.com. <laughs> <laughs> cul-de-sac of hell. That's awesome. <laughs> Woo. All right, David, we end every episode with a guest sharing their words of wisdom. What would you share for the entrepreneurs listening? Um, always realize I'll pass along uh, something that took me my, my first 10 years uh, to, uh, of, of learning. Because when, when I found that when I get out of school, when I get out of school, and I find this to be a pretty common trait, what are we taught? We're taught our skill. Master, our, master your skill. Master your craft. Ma learn your, uh, if, if it's like, whether it's, spreadsheets and accounting or it's creating campaigns or it's building a brand or it's whatever master that skill and then we're like then we got in the world and it's like let's show everyone our portfolio well one other thing i would say is when you're walking into that room and you're having a conversation you and your portfolio or you and your skill whatever it be is not the most important thing in the room the most important thing in the room is who is looking at you from the other side of the table. Be interested in them, give to them, be there to enrich them, be there to help them, ask questions that are of value to you and them, but be truly interested and engaged in them and you'll get much farther, much faster than if you think it's all about you showing off your newest dance moves, showing off this, showing off that, boom, 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 boom and leaving your impression don't worry about leaving an impression if you care about them you will leave an impression if you don't care about them you will leave an impression as well and one of them is going to be good one of them is going to be crap so trust me leave an impression by actually being interested and engaged so powerful david thank you so much for joining me really appreciate the wisdom the conversation and uh, the joy you've brought into my life just with your quips. <laughs> <laughs> totally my pleasure, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into this episode brought to you by the power of intentional decisions that lead to massive action. These aren't just buzzwords. They're qualities that can help you take control of your life and build a successful six or seven figure business. To support you on this journey, we're offering one of our most popular books, Fish Out Leads In, 52 Fresh Ideas for Lead Generation. You can download it free at enjoybizlife.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, please show us some love by liking, subscribing, and leaving a review. But most importantly, share it with someone who needs to hear it. In our next episode, Tim Kroll and Robert chat about Legos and leadership, the power of play and story. Story reveals purpose and can help people make an impact. Tim wants to help people expand their story and pursue impact in applying wisdom to leadership to create a greater future.